Good morning, it's Tuesday, April 16, 2013, and Audible presents the New York Times Audio Digest. Here's what's making news on the front page. We get the latest from Boston. Blast at Marathon, Kill 3. Also in today's national news, immigration plan likely to ignite fierce debate. Breast cancer drugs are urged for high-risk women, and Pope upholds reprimand of American nuns group. In today's business headlines, the Dow tumbled 265 points yesterday. Dish offers to buy Sprint, joining phone to TV. Gold takes a flashy fall, other markets follow, and path to growth splits Europe with austerity an issue. There will be more business stories, more national and world news, a roundup from the sports page, and New York Times columnist David Brooks. Now, as selected by the editors of the New York Times, here are the stories on today's front page. The top story comes from Boston. We'll have several stories from Boston. The first, powerful explosions hit near finish line, maiming dozens. Two bombs exploded near the finish line of the Boston Marathon on Monday, killing three people, including an eight-year-old child, and injuring more than 100, as one of the city's most cherished rites of spring from a scene of cheers and sweaty triumph to one of screams and carnage. About three-quarters of the 23,000 runners who participated in the race had crossed the finish line when a bomb that had apparently been placed in a garbage can exploded amid a crowd of spectators in the heart of the city. It was around 2.50 p.m., more than four hours after the race had started, officials said. Thirteen seconds later, another bomb exploded several hundred feet away. Pandemonium erupted as panicked runners and spectators scattered and rescue workers rushed in to care for the injured, some of whom lost their legs in the blast, witnesses said. The reverberations were felt far outside the city, with officials in Washington heightening security on public transit and shutting down streets near the White House. In New York, the police department said it was stepping up security at hotels and other prominent locations in the city until more is learned about the explosions. The first one went off. I thought it was a big celebratory thing, and I just kept going, recalled Jarrett Sylvester, 26, a marathon runner from East Boston, who said it sounded like a cannon blast. And then, he said, the second one went off, and I saw debris fly in the air, and I realized it was a bomb at that point, and I just took off and ran in the complete opposite direction. It was unclear Monday evening who might be responsible for the blasts. Although investigators confirmed they were speaking to a Saudi citizen, several law enforcement officials took pains to note that no one was in custody. While the authorities had not arrested the Saudi man, he has remained at a hospital under close supervision by law enforcement authorities, according to a senior law enforcement official. By Monday night, the authorities were acting on the belief that there had only been two explosive devices that had been laid. As a precaution, the authorities had blown up several bags, which they believe were likely left by marathon runners, that were on the streets near the attacks. The explosive devices used in the attacks on Monday were similar in size to the device used in the 1996 attack at the Centennial Olympic Park bombing in Atlanta but were not nearly as large as the one used in the 1995 attack in Oklahoma City. In the Atlanta attack, a pipe bomb was detonated near pedestrians, killing two and injuring more than a hundred, similar numbers to Monday's attack. 
the attack in Oklahoma City was far larger because the perpetrator used a truck packed with thousands of pounds of explosives. The device killed more than 150 people.